0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Right now, we'll talk to John Heyman, MLB Network Insider, contributed on WFBN here in New York. hey Mr. Heyman? I'm good, Jody. Mac, I just learned something. What's that? You get paid to do
2: this. <laughs> you and I both. We- <laughs> well, I'm not getting paid for this, but... I'm happy to talk to you, as always.
1: No, I appreciate that, but let's keep that whole getting paid thing on the down low. We don't want to get it (laughs) it out there. Somebody will say, wait a minute, we don't need to do this. It's in your promo. I don't think I was revealing it. Okay, that's true. We play that uh, all together too often. We need to stop that, too. Uh, (laughs) But you're getting paid to be down in Florida, and you get to cover Astro Scandal. Did it change today with the fact that we had a whole bunch of games to start?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I just pour I don't just say poor Astros and they brought it on themselves. Uh, this is going to go on, uh, for quite a while. I think I, I don't think things are going to change. Uh, there might be ups and downs, but particularly once the season starts and the fans get into it, uh, it's going to be a rough year for the Astros. I think in terms of at least their enjoyment, they may win some games, but, uh, I think it's going to be a tough time for them. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've been around that camp a little bit already, and uh, some of them seem uh, much more down than they used to be. Uh, there's certainly not much cockiness go, to go around. Um, I really I think a, a pall has been cast over that uh, organization and uh, their season, I believe.
1: Here's an intriguing question that I don't know if you've asked anyone else in your uh, movement away from the Astro camp, which if you go somewhere else, you always got to go back to uh, where the Astros are training. Um <laughs> A lot has been said about the fact that in in a lot of corners, people are not happy with the punishment that the Astros are facing, specifically the players who got off scot-free as per the way Rob Manfred felt that he needed to negotiate the deal to get what he got, and the fact that the Astros weren't stripped of their title. Some corners think that that had to be an absolute must, and it hasn't happened. So if there's a a perception out there that the Astros got off without enough punishment— You know they're going to hear about it. The team, the players, when they show up in visiting towns, there's going to be uh, some verbal outrage displayed. Has anyone talked about what they will do for added security? Because some players are suggesting they've already gotten death threats. Now, that's the yin and the yang of social media. It's uh, people with phones in their hands being major tough guys. But threats are threats are threats, and they put at least some scare into everybody what are the visiting teams who are going to be hosting the Astros going to do as far as advanced security goes this year?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be some more security around the Astros. It may be their responsibility, though, more than the visiting teams. And, uh, you know, they may uh, may add some security people. And I don't know. I was around them today briefly. There were some dogs. I don't know if that had anything to do with anything. But... Uh, you know, I mean, death threats, not good, certainly not warranted. I, I understand they cheated. I understand a lot of people believe they didn't win that le- title legitimately, and that's certainly a, a fair thought. But, uh, you know, uh, these death threats, way out of bounds, really crazy stuff. And uh, hopefully they will have the extra security. I'm sure they will. And, um, you know, it's a sad state of affairs right now, I think, uh People are taking this uh, beyond where it should go. Uh, I don't think there's any question about that. But uh, even though the ones who are not the crazies and not doing death threats, I think a lot of fans are upset, though. So I think it's going to be a tough, a tough year for them, uh, even beyond the death threats. Uh, you know, uh, people are not happy. The, the, the rival players are not happy. The fa- uh, fans of the other teams are not happy. Uh, nobody's happy. And, you know, I think the matters were made worse. You can criticize commissioner Manfred's decisions, but at the time, I don't think there were a lot of people calling for the title to be stripped. And I think people generally, for the most part, understood why the players were given immunity. They wanted to have a resolution of this before the season started. They actually had one before uh, spring training started. So that was all well and good. And I do agree with him that, uh, you know, their reputations have been hit hard, and that's more important than 15 games or 30 games or whatever. Um, so I, I get all that. I, I, I think the big problem came with the owner at that press conference and said that he takes no responsibility. He's not apologizing to anybody, and it didn't impact the games. They Basically, he went 0 for 3 or 0 for whatever, <laughs> took the caller, and made things much worse. He should have said, that we'll never know how much it impacted the games. I take full responsibility, and I apologize to the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Reds, Sox, and everybody else we beat that year. Uh, it wasn't the right thing to do. It's the buck stops here, but he said the opposite, and uh, really bad job by the owner, Jim Crane, there, and I think that's really exacerbated things.
1: You and I agree on that wholeheartedly. John Heyman, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio, uh, Jim Crane, failure. I'm not calling Rob Manfred a failure, even though, even though a lot of uh, people are, and saying he completely dropped the ball here and that uh, he accomplished nothing and he showed weakness. I think he did what he had to do. I think, more importantly, he did what he could do. He was in a tough situation. One whistleblower, Mike Fires, opened up the line of investigation, but he couldn't get any more information without cutting deals with players. Uh, people are calling for Rob Manfred's head. I'll be honest. As a baseball fan, it does bug me that the players got away scot free. But I'm mm-hmm. not mad at Rob Manford. I, from what the information I've been able to get, he did for me the best he could. How about you? Yeah, I think so. I, I just, um, you know, if you, if
2: you didn't give the players immunity, um, they would not have cooperated. They wouldn't be able to corroborate. What they were told by uh, Mike Fires, they wouldn't have been able to get down to the the bottom of the situation and understand what went on. So we all know what went on now, and that's important. I think people are looking at the title differently, which is what he said. Um, obviously, he made a mistake when he called the the trophy a piece of metal, right. and he retracted that. That was a, that was an error, no question about that. So error on the commissioner for that. But uh, you know, I, when they, he handed down the punishments. Uh, they made sense um, you know he said uh, when the Apple Watch gate was going on with the Red Sox and um, he handed out the punishments there which at that time I didn't think that was quite tough enough but he said the next time it's going to be serious and it could involve a loss of draft choices and some real suspensions and he suspended the GM and the manager and he did say it was going to be management so uh, they understood it and uh they made the mistake by really not conveying this to their players and uh uh they dropped the ball. So I got those penalties. Um it did seem a little a little unfair that uh Jim Crane, who's the owner of this team that had the Brandon Taubman situation with him berating the uh writer uh in the playoffs last year, uh in support of Roberto Zuna, uh who really not deserved of support, Uh, that, and then that ridiculous press release attacking the writer who wrote the correct story for Sports Illustrated, terrible, and uh, now he's the leader of this organization that didn't do the right thing here, and then he has a press conference, and to me, uh, to me, he's the villain in this more than anybody else, and, uh, you know, the punishments, I think, turned out uneven, but uh, I'm not sure what else could have been done short of Giving the the owner a suspension, which would have taken uh, a lot of courage on the part of the commissioner, but uh, at this point, I, I kind of wish that he had suspended uh, the owner on top of the other suspensions.
1: We are in the uh, season of a an election, so the phrase approval rating is popping up all over our uh, landscape these days. Certainly, Rob Manfred's approval rating with the fans, judging by the calls I've taken and the tweets I've gotten and... Uh, every fan's opinion that I've been able to register is not good. It will be well below 50%. What is Tony Clark's approval rating right now in his position? The Astros have to love him because he went to bat for him and saved them all potential persecution and prosecution for crimes of cheating. But there's a whole bunch of outspoken players that aren't happy and have been ready, willing, and able to voice that displeasure where does yeah. Tony Clark's approval rating with the well, MLB union stand?
2: Yeah. Well, the players voice the displeasure at the Astros players. I, I don't think anybody, uh, at least that we heard publicly. And if the players came out and, and ripped Tony Clark and, uh, I saw him the other day and he said, he's never going to apologize for standing up for player rights. And, uh, he, he felt that he was obligated to do that. And uh, if I'm in his position, I would have done the same thing. And, uh, you know, uh, I do feel that the union, this was before Tony Clark, went too far in their um, in their uh, fight uh, to keep MLB from cracking down on steroids. Uh, that was a mistake. But in this case, um, you know, we're talking about player rights. And uh, he went to bat for them, and I get it. And, you know what, I think these players are suffering based on being in that club. I know a lot of people are going to say they're not suffering enough. They should have been suspended. But, you know what, a 30-game suspension is very mild compared to the hits that the reputations took, I think. So, you know... um, you know, I, I I I do agree with Commissioner Ramp Manfred that the, the players on the Astros are suffering, and uh, no, I'm not saying they shouldn't be. Uh, rightfully so, they did the wrong thing, they did a terrible thing, and and they do deserve to suffer for it. But uh, I really don't think a, a 15 game or 30 game penalty uh, really is much on top of what they what they're suffering now. Um, the, the real suffering is the hit to the reputation.
1: Fair enough. Do you think Commissioner Manfred will call on Tony Clark to sit down now, not a month from now, not two months, not at the end of the season, know that uh, we've got a little bit of ways to go before a collective bargaining agreement, but we see all the times agreements reached that are outside the collective bargaining agreement, more so these days than ever before. It used to be much more hard line, and hammer out specific penalties for players when electronic cheating is detected. Now, we hope it never happens again, but in the off chance it does, they didn't have any definitive penalties against players. That's why Manfred had to cut the deal that he cut. Yeah, I'm not sure that the
2: union would go for that, well, to add the penalties. that I'm not sure that that would benefit them. Maybe they'll... Listen to the players in the other 2019... That's what I'm getting at. All them, the other players know, but... are
1: saying, shame on no punishment.
2: Well, they said they've lost respect for the players. I know that. And they said uh, thing, negative things about the players. I, I don't know that they've said they, they should have gotten suspended. I, so I'm not sure that the other players are in favor of suspensions. Uh, I have okay. not really heard that yeah. from them. So I, I don't know that Tony Clark's going to agree to that. I know that the union got the last C B A that the MLB MLB got the better of them, so I, I don't know if they're gonna be anxious to uh, uh agree to something like that additionally. You know, everything's part of the bargaining process. Maybe they want something back that they lost in the last bargaining process. Uh you know, I don't know if there's gonna be an addendum to add penalties now. As I said, and I think they believe too that the the big penalty is the hits to the reputation, which affects A lot of things you know it affects so uh standing with the fans their their chances to make the all-star team um you know their chances to make the hall of fame the uh just generally their their happiness as to what what the reputations are uh so i mean there's a lot of negatives to it if you're in that clubhouse you see how down some of these players are now some of them are putting on a happy face but uh, some of them are not, you, they, they can't even muster that. And, uh, it's, it's a rough time in there. I don't think there's any question about that. If you've uh, been around there, you, you can see that. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know that, uh, Tony Clark's going to do any giveaways at this point. Um, it could be all part of the process, maybe, uh, for the CBA in a couple of years.
1: All right, John, last thing. Um, the Astros won 107 games last year, most of major league baseball in the regular season. Uh, if the over-under is 107, I think almost every single one of us would take under because they just had an unbelievable year, and it's tough to duplicate 107 wins. But there's a whole bunch more that goes into it. No Garrett Cole, the pressure of, the abuse they're going to take. And don't forget that maybe the cheating actually did work and helped them out. How many games the Astros you think going to win this year?
2: Yeah, I've heard that the over-under is around 94 now. I think that uh, Las Vegas takes all that stuff that you just mentioned into account, including did the cheating help much? Now, uh, I do think they did the cheating to help themselves. So I I do think it helped. And uh, while they've denied that they cheated beyond 2018, uh, we can't be sure. You know, I mean, uh, the reputations are what they are, as I said. And uh, they've denied the buzzers. We don't know. Uh, you know, you can take them at your word if you like, but I don't think a lot of the teams are. Uh, I do think they are a talented team, particularly from the offensive standpoint. But the loss of Cole uh, and the Will Harris uh, has hurt their pitching staff, and uh, I do think that a paw has been cast over the organization, the clubhouse, and I'm taking the under on that 94. Forget the 107. I'm taking under on 94 just from being around them and seeing – uh, how this has hurt them. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough season for them. I mean, are they going to be below 500? I, I kind of doubt that. Not with that with that lineup, which is a very talented lineup. But uh, I, I don't even think they're going to get to that 94 wins. Nor do
1: I. Good spot, John Heyman. As always, appreciate you hopping on board. Continue. Have a good time through Florida. and uh, just make sure you know how to get out of Astros camp because you have to keep going back and back and back and back and back. Very good. You'll know, have a couple All right, more Joey, trips in been
2: It's been a pleasure. That's John Heyman,
1: always my pleasure. He's here with us on CBS Sports Radio.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.